Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Um, this week we are brought to you. Oh, I'm your host, I guess, uh, Tim, aka Murdy. Uh, this week, though, I'm excited to say that we're brought to you by an actual sponsor. This episode of Not Your Average Netizens is sponsored by Splatoon. Splatoon is a convenient platform providing official English translations of web comics from highly acclaimed, best-selling Korean artists, while providing them with support that they need to continue creating. Since its launch in September 2015. Spatoon has been visited by over a million readers from across the globe who enjoy a wide variety of genres through weekly free releases or at their own pace for a small fee. Whether it's cutthroat world of the K-pop industry, heartwarming romance, enchanting fantasy or sci-fi, or unpredictable race against time action thrillers, Spatoon has a webcomic for everybody. Sign up now and receive 25 golden keys to unlock premium episodes for free. Um, as a special officer to, uh, offer to you guys, our listeners, Spatoon is also providing a 50% discount on premium purchases when you enter the code NYAN at checkout. Again, that code is NYAN at checkout on Spatoon, S-P-O-T-T-O-O-N.com. Um, that code also goes for like literally everything. So if something's on sale and it's already cheap, you can still put that code on and get it even cheaper. So definitely go check out our sponsors. And thank you so much to Spatoon for sponsoring us. Today, I am joined by a pretty full cast. I got four fellow casters with me. Um, I have both parts this time of Shallis. First, Alice. Hey, everybody. It's I'm happy to be back. <laughs> and Shanna. Hey, everyone. I also have Nico. Hi, everybody. And my favorite wonderful, Kiara. Hey everyone. Um, those intros felt a little bit biased. I'm not gonna say. Gonna you know say. what? Me and Kiara, we've been together a long time, <laughs> right? So you're gonna have to deal. Right, I'll, I'll sit down. I'll sit down. <laughs> you got a group entrance. I was gonna do like something exciting. Next time I'll do it. I'll figure out something for you guys. All right, deal. This is the only way I can make Alice show up to more episodes. <laughs> um. So we're gonna go through. As always, uh, comebacks and debuts, um, basically the music videos that were launched in the time that uh, we last recorded, which is a surprising amount, actually, considering we recorded last week. Um, I wish it was less, quite frankly, <laughs> but I guess here we are. Um, so we'll just jump right into it. Uh, the first one we have here is Impact with uh, In The Club. I guess I'm glad that I like simple mvs because this mv looks real cheap um it's definitely the cheapest looking of all of them and it's pretty boring uh the song is kind of boring and a little basic sounding too um but the rap verses weren't too bad except for the one that gets interrupted by some singing i hate the singers in between that rap verse i hate them i hate 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 all of it so that's really the only thing that stood out to me i was like wow this is terrible and i want this over and uh but other than that, I thought the song was okay, just kind of boring and basic. The title was a tad misleading. <laughs> yeah, that's a hundred percent. We were expecting something completely different. <laughs> we sat down to watch. I was yeah, ready that for the. Odd. I was ready for the Korean. You can find me in the club, bottom full of love. <laughs> Basically, Honestly, I. Uh, oh, oh go you can go ahead. No, Alice, you go. Oh, I'm going to literally go on a tangent about what the hell is an impact. And I get the F and the P in Korea, but like, why did nobody spell check that? I just need to know. Like, it just makes no sense to me. I honestly think it's the trend of like taking an English name for a group and then making it nonsensical, like uptension 
and Infect, and then you have like oh these other weird Nugu group names. Like it's a trend, trust me. And I have no idea where it comes from either. Two of my favorites. Oh, I was gonna say uh, Voiceper. Voiceper is one of my voice favorite birth, ones. What the Snooper? hell? Voiceper. Oh, Snooper's also a great one. Oh yeah, Snooper. Snooper's good. Yeah, nobody and really knows. I actually found out like a long time ago that Fiesta is actually Fiesta, but it's yeah. like somehow the romanization of it just stuck an R in the end. So not only are we completely wrecking English words, but also <laughs> Spanish, Spanish words. Yeah, That's I respect awesome. that. There's also romance. Yeah. This is this is gonna become a wild tangent. So let's let's talk about okay, that. So, so, back, so back to Infect's video. Um, I agree with you. I didn't really care for the song. And I know in Korea those little like passive coffee shop songs are really popular. Um, but for me they just they're in between two things I love and they just don't sit well with me. But I did like the styling in the video. There's one blonde rapper, he had this really cool, like, body scarf with kanji on it. I want that. Like, that was really cute. That was really... Oh, yeah, yeah. Cute. I want that, too. Cute. It was really dope. Yeah, it was dope. And I um, I love the colors, the, like, military drab. I was with it. Yeah, he so had a... They have a good stylist. Out. Yeah, they have a good stylist. So, thumbs up to the stylist. But other than that, it's not very memorable at all. Well, for me, it's actually my very first time listening to Impact, so Same. Same. I came in this pretty blind. Um, the song is okay. It's not the worst. It's your typical, you know, winter ballad so song in a sense. Um, so it's pretty forgettable. But for a group I've never heard before, I think their vocals are pretty good, and I don't think the rapping was terrible. So this definitely looks like a group to me that has potential. Maybe their next song will be better, but it's okay for now. Anybody else have any feels about this particular song? No. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think everybody's, uh, for, for coffee shop song number one, I feel like everybody is kind of like, eh. The next song we have is uh, Susie from Miss A. Uh, finally made her solo debut with the song Yes, No, Maybe. Uh, this song is everything that I hate about fickle people, which is clearly the point, but God. <laughs> I was just reading the lyrics so frustrated the whole time. I was like, oh, this is the worst. I hate people like this. This song definitely isn't bad at all, though. I just kind of feel like it probably was a Miss A song that they were like, um, well, I guess you could have it. Uh, it doesn't stand out to me like it doesn't separate her from miss a is my issue with it really other than that it doesn't quite sound up to the quality that i would want from miss a but i do think that the image is good for her it definitely removes her from any of the thought of like her being you know the uh innocent maknae i know she's already removed herself from that image but it's good that they let her music career also remove her from that image so that nobody has to stick to that nobody will expect that from her um i think that's a really good move on their part just given what i've seen about Susie, i feel like it makes sense that this is the image they're kind of going with um but overall i thought it was fine like sh her styling is really good in this music video i really like i thought she looked stunning throughout the whole thing and i don't really care about Susie like that um not to say that i don't think she's beautiful i just she's not even close to my favorite member in miss a so but yeah i mean i liked it enough i guess it was 
uh, after going through Impact and then what came next, I was like, uh, or well, not, I shouldn't say what came next. What came after ne the next song? I was like, all right, cool. This is a highlight of this poor, terrible adventure I'm about to go on. <laughs> My, you know what I hate? I hate the, uh, Susie surprised me vocally. I'll say that. I, I hate the, I don't want to call it lazy production, but. I don't know. There's something really weird about JYP's soloist songs. They're never quite. They're never quite where they need to be. Like there's always like one or two things that you can tweak to make the song perfect, but where it is, it's not. So like, I Susie, can see that. Susie's song has this weird quick strumming on the drums with like the hi hat that sounds like you're like speeding up in time. It drives me nuts. I think if the song was like just slow and chill or just like a bass, it would be perfect. So like, hmm. Think of like I don't know if you all have listened to Soyeon's mini album, but the way magic is placed, I guess. How it's just her and it's like this hard bass. I think if you do that with yes no maybe, it will be a perfect song. But I, I don't get the little, like, I don't get the hi-hat little quick intro. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's not for me. But her dance is cool. So you should check out her dance version if you haven't. She does this oh, cool stuff with some strings. It's really cool. And this is coming is from a Susie non-fan, by the way. I don't care for her at all. Is she promoting or anything for this? She's supposed to. Um, oh, as far okay. as we, as far as we know. Okay, just wondering, because she doesn't really like dance in the music video. Yeah, at all. No, not at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah, she um, released the choreography version. She's already released the dance practice. I think like JYP was anticipating like people being like, "Well, where's the dancing?" So yeah, they've already put that stuff out. It's really, it's really different from the vibe of the video. It's definitely an active dance choreography. Well, for me, I really love the music video. I love the feel of it being like kind of like a mini movie or like one of those like 10 minute short movies. It's pretty high quality. Susie looked gorgeous as always. And as for the song, I really liked it actually. Like, I do agree that it kind of feels like it's missing something. Or it's like doesn't feel like a complete song, but for mm -hmm. some reason I find that charming in a sense. Like to me, I like it. Okay. I guess maybe because it's not a ballad. That's why I think it's it's good that way. Because it's thank God. <laughs> but I did like her pre-release ballad song. Um, what was it called? Pretend. Pretend. Yeah, I like that too. I think if anything, this debut as a soloist really shines a light on her vocals, which most people yeah. didn't really pay attention to before as her, with her in Miss A. Um, I mean, I kind of noticed, especially because when she does OSTs, you know, soundtracks and stuff like that, but yeah. now it's definitely more out there, more for the people to really see. I mean, I like it. Susie's voice is something, like, I don't think it's something spectacular or there's, like, it's not extremely unique or like, oh, this is like one of the most beautiful voices in the world. But it's, uh, to me, it's a type of mellow that I like. Like, I feel like I can listen to her singing and just feel chilled, relaxed. Like, yeah. You know? It's a coffee house song without being a coffee house song. You know? 
Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I don't know that I have that much to add on that. <laughs> I mean, I know I watched it. I, I don't really remember it, and I guess that's about the best I can say. She, she looked really pretty, <laughs> but like, I mean, it's just kind of forgettable. All right. Uh, well, our our next uh, music video is by Jesse. Uh, the song is called "Don't Make Me Cry." Uh, first things first, I really want to say that like her label ain't shit for not promoting the song at all. And for oh, her terrible. having to actually go out and say like, hey, my label doesn't really care. Like, <laughs> Y'all ain't shit for that, for real. For the song, I, I know, I feel, I should say I feel I don't know. But I feel like I'm going to be in the minority because I really like this song. And Wait, part of no. it, okay, thank God. But part yeah. of it is like jesse's voice is the kind of female voice that really really attracts me you either have to like kind of be a vocal powerhouse and have like a huge range or have a very unique tone it goes the same for dudes to be honest um with like the exception i guess being yb i i don't i know people will say that his voice doesn't really stand but whatever um there's something about like the tone of jesse's voice especially because she's still newer to singing she used to just be a rapper um I don't know. I really like it. It's so like husky and like far, so far from like what you would expect from um, somebody who's more feminine in a lot of ways. Um, like it's just not a very feminine, I'm using quotes here, voice, but it's so good. And I love those like huskier female voices like Stephanie from The Grace, formerly of The Grace. Oh my God, her voice is everything to me. Like I love those huskier, not perfect kind of voices. So uh, the minute she started singing, I was like, oh, my God, she's going to sing throughout this whole song. And I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> That's basically what I got. Um, she looks really good, too. Uh, I, I'm like a I'm like kind of a low key fanboy for Jesse sometimes because she's kind of messy. So I can't I like I feel like I can't like her all the time. Um, but in this music video, I really, really liked her. I really liked her voice and how she used it. There's a few parts that didn't do it for me. Um, but I do kind of chalk that up to the fact that, like, she's still I don't think she fully uh, grasps how to use her voice uh, just yet. But I, I really like the song in general. And um, I don't know, man. Like, my biggest my biggest takeaway is, like, I really love her voice and I wish it would sing more and her label ain't shit. I love that she's showing us her... Um, she's not pigeonholing herself into, you know, the Sinani title. Well, that's where she's comfortable. But she's given us you know, this softer side of her. And it's such a beautiful ballet, I think. And I don't think anybody expected her to do anything that sounds like this or not a straight song where she's singing the entire time and she's giving us like power vocals and like vulnerability and sensuality. And um, I'm low-key a Jesse fanboy as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's one of those people I won't go all in with yet because I'm waiting for her to do something problematic because I know I can oh, she feel has. it. I can feel it. It's, it's there. But I kind of love her low-key and um, I'm, I'm a sucker for a raspy voice as well. Some of my favorite artists are those types of people. It adds such a beautiful color to like anything they sing and she's no different. She can probably you know, sing the phone book and it'll sound really interesting and alluring and she can make it sound painful and just, oh, I just love her voice. Anyway, um, the video was so beautiful and like I said, she showed the little acting chops and she showed vulnerability and I think that's important as a solo artist to show that you can be more than just 
whatever your gimmick or whatever your like main thing is. She can show that she's more than just, you know, the tough honey or whatever. She can be vulnerable. She can be the jilted housewife and she can be, you know, the lonely bartender and stuff. And that's really cool. Yeah, no, I, I was like pleasantly surprised by this song. I when we first sat down, I mean a lot of the ones we're, we we've kind of talked about this before we started the podcast, but the, a lot of the ones this week have been the same kind of monotonous, this, the, a very similar vibe and aesthetic. And I was kind of expecting that to be this one because it is also like a ballad. But I don't know, it 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 was really refreshing, and I'm actually going to download this song because <laughs> I liked it that much. But um, and the video was good too. I don't know. Yeah, she showed a really good range. She was different from what she normally does. I enjoyed it. Yeah, same. I really like it. I mean, nothing else more to say. I mean, I love ballads. I mean, not the coffeehouse shit that we've been listening to, but like somebody who can actually carry a song. And I think Jesse did that. Um, and then also, I think it's one of the um, like side controversies, other than the fact that like her album or her label didn't even like try to help her at all. And she like called them out for it. But apparently, Jackson, uh, like, posted an Instagram post of Jesse's, you know, single and said, Hey, everybody, you know, listen to Jesse, whatever. And he didn't promote Susie's single. And then all oh. these Miss A fans attacked him and was like, how are you gonna, you know, like promote Jesse who's not even part of your label and you're not going to promote Susie. I mean, I'm sure that shit didn't even get on his radar, but it happened. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I, I know that they're they know each other uh i don't know how close they are but i know that they know each other so it doesn't surprise me that he supported her also he's a sweet freaking angel like of course he supported jesse i bet he saw the song and just like wiggled in his chair so happy (laughs) (laughs) he's like i'm gonna put this on instagram right now (laughs) he's like susie can take care of herself yeah (laughs) they actually did like a radio star uh, or radio is that the show radio star and they were both on it as like people who don't speak Korean as their first language. And oh, that's they right. About being farmers in Korea and K-pop industry, and then they did a stage together where they both like rapped together. So if you want to look out for that episode, it's actually pretty good. That's the I, that yeah, it's pretty good. It's yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. That's the uh, I remember them being on a show together, and that's the show where they asked Jesse about her body, right? No, that's different. That's a different show? Okay. Yeah. So I remember that scandal that blew up. Or not even really scandal because she owned it because she's a boss. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. but this dopest. is Radio Star. It was Jackson, Jesse, uh, Sal Lu from Fiesta, and Lena Park. Oh, oh my okay. God. Chow Lu is hilarious in yeah, that she episode. Is. She yeah. cracks she's me really up. really funny. I never... Uh, this is a tangent, but I never understood why everybody like really went to war for her because she's not even she wasn't my favorite member of Five Star at all. Um, but then like I started watching stuff with her and I was like, man, she's real good on variety. Like she's killing she's it out hilarious. here. She's Seriously. really good. She's super dope. She, she like does. So in Korean, you can there's like the alphabet and then there's a mixture of like the vowels and consonants as alphabet too. Mm-hmm. And she does it backwards. <laughs> Oh lord. She's so good at it. It's amazing. All those Korean hosts are like dumbstruck because she's so good at it. It's worth watching for sure. All right. I'm done with my Chalu of you know fangirling. Oh, I I love that group. So by all means, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I love Fiesta. (laughs) 
Uh, what about you, Kiara? Did you get a chance to see this music video? You have any feelings about it? Yeah, I watched it. Um, I'm gonna have to make it unanimous and say that I also enjoyed the song as well. Um, I'm so happy. <laughs> um, I mean, like it's been like you guys were saying. Like I love her voice. Like to be honest, I don't think I've ever really listened to her sing. So this was like a nice surprise for me. That type of raspy voice, especially on for like women, on sing women singers, it's just so like ah, like. It makes you feel everything she's feeling, like all the pain and sadness and anger. And she really brought that to the song. As for the music video, I, it was a nice music video. It's kind of like your typical, like, you know, where we were, we were once happy, but now we're, you know, I hate you because you did something bad to me, probably cheated on me. And I love how it's even though like she's being like, like, you know, where she's being even though she was like, you know, all happy, or whatever. I love that she still brought her like tough side to her because the moment she was upset with that guy, she was like, get out of my face. Like she's putting the, her hand in front of the camera, like just get out of my face right now, which I love that because it's still, you, you see her sensitive side along with her usual tough side that she always shows to us. And um, the one thing that I truly love about this is like, it kind of reminds me of Hyorin in a sense from Sistar. Um, because it kind of had that same quality type of voice. And now, now that I know that those two are extremely close friends, I'm like, I see it. I can see kind of like maybe some of Hyorin's influence onto this. I'm, I really didn't expect so many people to like this song, so I'm very happy. <laughs> um, I just want to say, sorry, Tim, before you move on. Go for it. If there's anybody else like Hyorin who's never heard Jesse sing before, look up jesse singing body on me on sketchbook yeah it's it's amazing if you're also uh interested in more of not only her but the i'm pretty sure the dude in the video is the other guy who used to be in lucky jay she was in a group called lucky jay um it was her and two dudes and she only she pretty much only sang in that group but her voice is so lovely on all of their songs like the highlight of those songs is her voice it's her and like uh another singer and a and a rapper um, but it's really good if you're interested in more of Jesse singing and being this vocalist that she was, uh, well, she should be focusing on becoming because I think that she's a much better vocalist than rapper. I, I wouldn't mind both, but uh, like Gilmy does, I, I would be cool with both, but I'd prefer her to sing for me, please, with your lovely voice. So <clears throat> moving on, uh, our next video, we have Sani featuring Hwasa of Mamamoo. Um, the song is called I Am Me. Um this video was kind of strange, like in a typical Sonny sense, I think, uh, for most of his, uh, well, I should say, most of the really popular or more mainstream songs that he's made have been kind of strange or like a little bit weird. And I think that suits him very well. Um, it's definitely the preferred Sonny for me is like this, where he's kind of working with another artist uh, so he can play off of somebody and somebody else's talent. Uh, there's a little bit too little of Hwasa in the song. She kind of played the same role that Min played in his uh, JYP debut song. But I mean, it's still good. She still sounds really lovely when you do get to hear her. I wish she was in the music video. That's another thing that kind of dropped the ball on. But you know, it is what it is. I did like the song. It definitely was nice amongst the kind of monotony that was this this week. 
Um, I know we're we're kind of talking like really good about it about everything, but there we all talked about slogging through it. So uh, it is what it is. But this song in particular, I think, is is one of the songs that broke up the monotony. It may not be my favorite on this list at all, um, but I definitely liked it, and I like this this Sonny when he does stuff like this. Like I like um, Sonny when he makes sex songs with Bumkey, but I also like this Sonny that's just like I'm having fun, I'm having a good time. Look at me do some stuff. So um, Sonny's song to me was largely forgettable. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Some time went by, and I looked back up, and I was like, "How's this song still going on?" It felt like so monotone throughout the whole thing, and I don't even remember Hoss's voice in it. And I just remember him having like that same like SM color pop music video styling that they have in like everything now. And like honestly, like I kind of just wasn't feeling it at all, which was like kind of disappointing and then also like i have a more of a angsty like sad side of me and on an album that's called season of suffering i just was not expecting i am me coming out of it (laughs) and maybe his other songs on the album are like a little bit more you know reflective of the album title but like it just like i just wasn't expecting that at all and i just didn't like it to be honest <laughs> yeah I, I i'd say the same i, I thought it was okay i it just it just i i don't know at the end of it i was saying i like this song with robbie better <laughs> i don't know i i didn't think it showcased his rap as well as he could have and uh yeah i, I felt like it kind of blended into a lot of the rap that's been happening right now it almost felt like a year late in terms of what has been coming out recently yeah, so I wasn't a huge fan, but it, it wasn't awful. I mean, he's a good rapper. Um, it's pretty much the typical Sonny type song slash music video, which I enjoy from him. Like, to be honest, that type of Sonny, Sonny the funny, kind of quirky, kind of like not being totally serious is like my favorite type of Sonny songs. Um, so I enjoyed it, and um, I really kind of like that. I don't know if it was a shout-out, but it was just like, I see what you're doing, Sonny. That whole him in the toilet scene, because I'm like trying to be JYPSC. But um, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I like the song. I like the music video. It's my style. Yeah, it's not really for me. I watched it because I'm a Wasa fan, and I agree with you. There wasn't enough Wasa. I feel like there wasn't enough Sonny either. Like his rap in the song wasn't enough. But the video was cute. It was bubbly. It proved to me something I assumed a long time ago, which is he's probably a much better performer than he is anything else. Like, not to take away from his rap skills, but Can confirm. when he raps live, it's a completely whole different world from what I saw in this music video. But I don't, like, I'm not a fan of his. Like, I don't traditionally listen to him, so I'm going off a very limited library. I've only ever seen him perform live up until Bomb and now this video. Yeah, I got uh, I got lucky enough to go to the um, brand new music concert when Sonny joined. Essentially, he went on a like small tour, and he played in L.A. with uh, Bumkey and oh God. Who else was there? Who's that young kid that they have on their label whose name I can't remember right now? Anyways, there's a couple other people there, but um, you know everybody was really pretty much into it, pretty excited the minute that Sonny came out everybody went nuts he's such a good performer and he engages with the crowd so well so i definitely 
like him more as a live performer. Like typically I don't watch his music videos. I'll watch whatever live performance he has, but obviously he doesn't promote quite as much anymore. So, um, but yeah, um, moving on. <clears throat> we also have um, Jaesung and Sulgi release the song Darling You. I don't have too much on this one. Uh, I kind of wish that they would always style Sulgi similar to the styling she has here, not necessarily in terms of like her dress, but her hairstyle and her like the, the makeup palette they use and everything. I thought she looked really, really good. I like Jaesung's voice, even if I'm not necessarily a fan of his group. It's He has a very interesting voice. I really like hearing it. I don't like the parts where they sang together at all during the chorus, but when they sang during kind of the vocal, the vocal climb to the climax together, I thought was really good. I really liked that part together. Um, and the MV was cute, I guess. I mean, it's kind of like, I just, I don't know. I don't really like that. I don't know. I mean, the song's not for me, obviously. I mean, anybody who stumbles on it will go, oh, this is a song that Murdy probably would never like. Yeah, you, you're about right. Um, but I did like Ye Sung's voice a lot. Uh, he, his voice is very, very lovely. I can't take that from him. And uh, yeah, that's how I feel about it. I feel like there's nothing to talk about with this song, honestly. <laughs> with all I did my best. <laughs> you did, you did. You stretched it out. Honestly, with all the ballads that came out of like this is SM Station, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, could, yeah I was gonna say Nico yeah. will know. Yeah, honestly, like of all the ballads <laughs> that came out of SM Station, this is like one of the ones I just forgot, honestly. Like yeah. there's really nothing special about it. The music video is boring, the song is boring, like I just everything was boring to me and I just nothing. It's one of twelve of the music videos that I just had to watch to be a you know, a contributor here. <laughs> and it's really sad because, you know, as SM Trash, you always want SM stuff to do well. And, like, Station, honestly, has been my favorite thing. And I just feel like a lot of stations were wasted on, like, the same old, same old. Like, this song isn't progressive in any way. It's not. It's just cute. Barely, and then like regular cute though, like not like out of this world. I gotta see what's going on, cute. It's just regular and boring, and Sogi so beyond regular and boring. And Yeson as a vocalist, Yeson as a vocalist is like super talented. I just expected more. I expected something like Cosmic by Bada and Rook, but I didn't get that at all. Forget something that anybody can do in k-pop so for me it's kind of a letdown unfortunately but Sogi was cute though and so was yason he still looks like he's like 16 years old he's like 35 i don't agree with that but <laughs> well, i think he looks like he's in his late 20s yikes well i guess we perceive age differently than tim i mean he's got an instagram filter on the whole music video let's be real <laughs> i mean I'm speaking purely from the video, but we'll agree to disagree and digress. Anybody else have any feelings about this song? Other than just a, a strong neutral opinion? No. I mean, the song was cute and everything, and they, and of course, they're both great vocalists, so they sound great, but this song was just putting me to sleep. I was just like, I cannot right now. And the music video didn't really offer anything, and especially that ending when 
they trying to be cutesy with each other, trying trying to play peekaboo. That part was so awkward. Oh god, that's so bad. But yeah, I mean, great vocals, they're and everything, but this song just didn't do anything for me. Alright. Well, um moving forward, another uh entry into our coffee shop songs. We have Gaen and Jeff Burnett's uh Prey. Um I, I this music video is terrible. I'm sorry. Like it's so boring. It's so so incredibly basic. Uh, like though, but like were either of them even in it? No, they're not. No. In it. Right? <laughs> yeah. I looked up uh, halfway through it, and I was like, I didn't even see Kain. Like, what is going on? And I sure did not see someone who was named Jeff Burnett in that yeah. music video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who and had they a lovely to do like, Who is they- that? They tried to do like a cute little like nineties filter on the video too, like old school or something. It's He's a like, lovely Western vocalist, by the way. Very, very Yeah, lovely. I was gonna say he had a great yeah. voice. I wish yeah. you could have seen him. But... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh so so yeah, I mean this isn't a song that like I would like, to be honest. I really uh love Jeff's voice a lot. I, I adore him. Um and I think that he sounded pretty good. I think he was a decent match for Gaian. The only thing that really bugged me is there's a part where they sing together for like a long stretch. And it's so muddled and shitty that it kind of sounds like they're speaking in tongues the whole time. That is my favorite part of the song. Oh, it's so shitty. Oh, it's my God. So I, you know, I almost I have to go back because I almost thought he was singing it in English and she was singing in Korean. Exactly, they're speaking in fucking tongues, dude. It's crazy. (laughs) But I love the like I love the melody of it and like the harmony that they were doing was really cool. Oh no, that part and like the pre the first pre-chorus were really the only two parts that stood out for me, and they stood out for me so much that I like marked them down. But the yeah, the rest of the song in the video. The song was as monotonous as the video was, okay? When and they, they... <laughs> like, my my only thing, I want to go back to this run thing. I, like, I hate that part because it's so muddled. Like, the fact that you even had to go back to figure out what language they were speaking is why I think it's shit. Like, it's so muddled and hard to understand. And yet, there's parts where they sing together and you can clearly hear what both of them are saying. And it's beautiful. Like, their voices mesh well. But when they go on that long run, it's so crappy. It's so muddled. I can't. It's a beautiful distortion. No, it's just distortion and it's garbage. (laughs) I love it so much. Poor us for having to sit through that. I feel like every time the day started (laughs) over, I was just like, oh, God, spare me. And then they had the nerve to have, like, after song stuff, like, cute stuff, like, God, I was just like, please, God, let this video end. In which they start singing again together. I was like, <laughs> okay, I get it. Like, I got it. I got the idea of the song. It's cool. It's it's over now. Are we done? It's like a six-minute song. It doesn't need to be. Honestly, like, I've complained about this on this podcast before, but I'm, like, over music videos having pauses and breaks in the middle and or end and, like, starting back up again. Like, there's just i just don't care for it i I just don't care for it it's just like let the song go and like let me enjoy it because like if i'm trying to watch the music video and have fun and there's like a fucking break that's like a silence in the end like i don't want to watch that shit like no like just give me the song give me the dance and give me the pretty faces that's all i want to see yeah i think it's (laughs) rare that it's done right right 
That's, oh, this yeah, is like the sure. one thing I have with the BTS, the Blood, Sweat, and Tears video. I think it's amazing, but it always bugs me at the end. I, I get that it's being all artistic and it has that like minute of silence or, or of just acting at the end, but it always just, if I'm trying to watch the music video for the song, it's just so abrupt. And I'm always like, okay, like kiss the statue now, Jen. Let's go into the next part, but I, anyway, I just hate it when music videos do See, that. What's funny, and and that's a that's a good that's a good example because I almost like that part. If it came, but it's all for a while, <laughs> right? It, it, and not even that's not what bug, but what bugs me. If it came back in with some incredibly powerful vocal moment or like yeah. an incredibly dope rap that started slowly to build onto that part i would be on board because i thought the imagery was really beautiful but it's like this beautiful imagery and nothing and it's like you have this ball we put it in your court we gave you the free shot like and you just shit all over it because you didn't know how to do this moment and you could have made it beautiful like when you have a moment like that you have to come back into the song and grab people you have to shock people into being like oh my god that was great nobody does that i don't know why people don't do that that's when you like have your great moment is when you have that silent thing right and if you don't do that it sucks and everybody hates that part because i'm with you there like i watch that music video i'm like man this music video is great it comes to that point i'm like Oh, something's gonna go down, and it's like the song starts again, and you're just like, "God damn it!" <laughs> like I'm done. <laughs> True. Uh, anybody else got feels about this uh, this other coffee shop video we got? I don't know what number one. What are we like three coffee shop videos? It feels like seventy. Honestly, feels like honestly. <clears throat> well, then I guess we can move on. Uh, we also have One Way with their song "Broken." <sighs> I mean, my biggest thing, and I know it's sad, and I'm going to feel bad for saying it. Well, I'm only going to feel kind of bad because I love her. But, like, honestly, when I hear One Way's name, all I can think about is Ines Yoonji because she's dating a former member of One Way. And I was like, man, I miss this guy that used to be in the group that's forever known to me now as Ines Yoonji's boyfriend. Um, I don't think the song was bad, though. I think the music video was really boring. Um, and I definitely think that people sleep on One Way when they're extremely talented. Um but this music video is real boring. Like when when I think about people sleeping on one way, I'm like, well, yeah, it's because their music videos suck. Like they're all garbage like this. Um, I guess it broke up the monotony of the color palette, but then at the same time it was snowy. And so there's not really a color palette to that. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I like the song, but I didn't, I didn't dig the music video. And, and I don't think the song is strong enough to just stand out by its own, so. I've literally never heard of these people before. Slept I don't on. know. I don't know what to expect. I mean, I, I assume they're K hip hop. I don't really do K hip hop. I just avoid things that are gonna end up being problematic in the end. Um, so I watched the video with an open mind and like a blank slate, and I just did it. It broke up the Manani. It did. It had the instrumentation that I said that I wish Susie's song had, but then there wasn't. It was just reminding me of like this really bass heavy 90s R&B song, which is not a bad thing. But if you're going to do that style, you have to back it up with something impactful because those kind of songs can sound very um, passive. And it seems like it, it often can be like a background for something else or music that plays in the background. And I feel like it wasn't the video didn't live up to the song, so then the song was brought down because there wasn't anything to support it. 
I don't know. That's hard to explain. Um, they tried to give us something, though. I won't say it's coffee shop at all, but it just is like a basic you know, 90s R&B, hard bass, you know, rapper. And then you have this vocalist singing his heart out or trying to sing his heart out. And it's just underneath the bass, so you miss it. This song has potential, though. I'll probably give it another listen after a couple days and see if my opinion changes on it. I, to be honest, can't remember if I watched this. <laughs> I thought we didn't I watched watch everything. It. Oh, we okay. Didn't I was gonna say it. I thought I watched everything on this list, but I only I only put I on couldn't. YouTube like the people that I recognize, and I was like, y'all, this is way <laughs> too many coffee shop music videos for me to be wasting my time on somebody called One Way. I was like, no. <laughs> Yikes! But just that because it might be one of the better ones, to be honest, but. I well, mean, when we reached cool. peak after Jesse, I mean, I don't know. My, like, my expectations yeah, were Jessie pretty low. Yeah. Ugh, you guys are making me feel old because you guys don't know one way and their lack of faith. I am old. <laughs> Remember, I, I just want to remind you, I said slept on. This is, somebody gets we're, me. We're also, though, newer K-pop fans. Not, not, not I, I don't Speak for yourself. I went through phases. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, I watched Shiny Ring Ding Dong when it came out. Okay. Is you know, that I considered the old? Shit, we're anxious. Dang, is that like, is that old for you guys? Because that's that's like not that old to me. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean that was like when I was in college. But then before that, I watched Seven's first video back in the day. <laughs> All right, so. that's pretty far back. I'll give you that. <laughs> I watched Dream Street. No, no, yes. <laughs> I saw anyway, Super Junior's debut. But anyway. Oh. Wow. That's how bad I go. <laughs> anyway, Kiara, please. Yes. <laughs> Their most known song is called Rainy Day. You may have heard it in passing or something like that. But um, it was like the only song that blew up for them. And then like they just didn't go anywhere after that and things like that. So this is kind of like a long time making kind of comeback. But just with two members now, um, their member left. And, I mean, I wasn't, like, a huge fan of them or anything like that, but I did enjoy their music, and this song definitely is very reminiscent of their older sound, um, so I did enjoy the song. The music video is, you know, pretty low-budgety, um, winter, you know, slow song, those type of music videos, which isn't bad. It goes with the theme and, you know, the current time right now where everything is is cold and you know blue tinted or like you know instagram filter tinted and all that stuff so i mean it's not the worst but it, the music video is pretty lacking but you know and this is definitely not the song that's going to get them on the map or anything like that so just hopefully this is just the start of them reinventing themselves i hope because they totally deserve you know the attention because you know they're such great vocalists but they just get zero love so there you go yeah i'm right i'm right there with you to be honest um next up we have uh a song that i guess does not fit the coffee shop theme at all uh master Wu has a song featuring doki called uh shit um, <laughs> so, so literally i'm gonna go through the notes that i took right uh these are my notes we the shit core sucks doki's part okay i guess 
four, five, six, we the shit. That's it. That's all I got. Like I don't have this song. I think that about summed so it up trash. in terms of yeah. a critical reception. <laughs> like I, this it's song, so aptly named. Oh, yes, exactly. Sure. Exactly. That's where I, that's I'm, what I was gonna say. This song is literally just the shit like just shit. It there's no dub before it. It's not the shit. It is just shit. There's nothing good about it. Please give me like a chronology of Master Wu. I know okay. and understand <laughs> that he is from YG originally and he never was, but like I literally Ex- thought from Wait a minute. He, what? Let's Isn't rewind. Is he like 50 years old? He is Honestly. from... Oh my god, Nico. I was about to say he? he looks like a meth addict. Okay, so first off, he might be. <laughs> Second off, yes. He is an old YG staple back when YG was like actually trying to be hip-hop. So like when One Time was there and yeah, one like... One Time, I love One Time. Jenny Sean was there. He was yes. part of that group. Uh, if you go watch old YG family videos, he's kind of their like heavy hitter in terms of getting somebody to spit lyrics because he used like, to kind of be because of if you listen to him you can tell he's a relic right like you can tell that yeah. he is he raps I like somebody in the hear past him. i just could see him well yeah uh, well obviously he looks like a goddamn crackhead but <laughs> <laughs> um, he just has not aged well at all but he's always looked pretty bad he's never looked great i was actually just gonna ask you how he looked back then <laughs> he's, he still looked like he probably did crack like <laughs> if somebody if he came out and had like a super huge weed scandal i'd be like yeah that sounds about right <laughs> i don't know what you want he looks like a I guy who literally just wakes and bakes and watches Pine- pineapple express all day and is like i guess i'll write some lyrics today like that's Honestly, what he looks yeah. like and then he's like four five six weed of shit yeah that's sick okay, you know it. what be? he's like he said something about somebody not being a g or something and then he says, like, I, I live for my city, Seoul City. And I'm just thinking, like, how much of a G can you be living in Seoul, Korea? I'm like, sorry. Explain this I, to me. Well, okay. I, I 100% agree. Seoul, so I can't, like, I, I mean, don't know if there's, like, bad neighborhoods in Seoul, Korea. I'm sure like, there are. It's a, it's a major Seoul city. Specifically, like, how, how bad can it be? The yeah, most I mean, it's a industrialized it... nation in the world. I mean, it's it's still a major city, and it still does have uh like crime rings and stuff. I don't think it's near as bad as like the other. I mean, when you think of Asian countries, you're probably first gonna think of China, Korea, Japan, right? Out of all of those, I'm sure Korea's the best off in terms of dealing with crime. To be honest, um, oh, I don't know. Japan's probably far up there too. Uh, Japan still has the yakuza, so no, they they don't. <laughs> or, oh, whatever. Or, or yakuza, I'm sorry. The uh, what is it? What is theirs? No, it is Yakuza, right? Yeah, yeah. that is Yakuza. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're they're still not the best off, but I would say I would say you're probably talking like Korea and then Japan and then China. China's definitely the worst off because they still have tons of gang violence and things like that and organized crime that like I think the difference is how we look at gangs, right? Like in Asia, gangs are very well organized and basically just run businesses really shadily. Like, so Honestly, you're talking though, about a bunch of business owners. Like, <laughs> what I was gonna say though, but like, I I side with Nico honestly because it's like you know that like you're getting that like 
hip hop swag. Like I'm from Soul City yes, because you yeah. think you're bad. Like yeah, not yeah. just because like you may have some crime in your area, but like you're saying like I'm repping like Soul City because I'm like from the streets because I'm bad or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I totally, that's I why, that's I, why I have an issue. If you're like saying like, oh, I got pride in my city. I'm from Soul City or something like that. Like, yeah, like, okay, that's cool. Like you can have hometown pride, obviously. Like your, yeah. if your city is the best, it's the best. But like Massa Wu out here acting like he had a sling dope to get by okay right yeah. yeah 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 and i and i agree i totally 100 percent agree with you don't get me wrong i'm just saying like and there's i'm sorry i just have to shade uh suga and i'm so sorry shanna because i know he's no. a fave but when he says uh -oh. you know s a g s c d because i'm from the d he means tegu korea okay not detroit okay. all right but and it always annoys me okay the the, the city thing i i get it but like Lucas had some shit in his life. Like he's okay, like, but like yeah. you're saying, but like I said, you're but saying like, it because you think you're from the streets, but okay. you're from Tegu, he's, South Korea. He like literally didn't have a home. He like slept on a bathroom floor. Listen, okay, that, that's, that's actually all nice like well. you can't you can't use like the D. <sighs> you can't conflate the two. You can't it's conflate him. the two. Okay, okay. You are not from Detroit. He, you're not allowed he, to call your city the D, bro. I'm sorry. He may be trying to capitalize on the trend. <laughs> yes. Also, I would also it. back up, back up uh, to him on. You can't call it from yeah. the D. The no. D is Detroit, and if you don't yes. think it's Detroit, how about you go to Detroit for like I don't know five go hours to and tell, tell somebody from Detroit that. I said he may be trying to capitalize on this trend. <laughs> Detroit versus everybody, bro. Trying to, uh... <laughs> oh god. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like I know we're joking, but honestly, the song is pretty bad. Like, no, I, it's I mean, terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm the resident like K hip hop dude. Like, I listen to a lot of K hip hop and a lot of K R and B. This song is not anything that I would listen to ever. I literally listened to it for this podcast and was like, I'm never listening to the song again. Shit, no. Honestly, but Rebecca Black's Friday was better than this. Okay, no, yeah. but. <laughs> Cause, cause Rebecca catchier. Black's Friday it does not catchier. have four, five, six. We the shit. Maybe not in the behind the song. Like honestly, like, is it a diss track? Because here's the thing: I'm all about a good diss track. You know, somebody pissed you off. You need to let them know how you feel with the with the sweet sixteen. But he doesn't spit at all in this song. He just nah. He just does his numbers for us to let us know that he can count up to six, yep. which is cute and admirable. And then he lists how many cuss words he knows in English. Yep. I'm going to tell and you. No. A, well, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Time out. By the way. Time out. Time out. Master Wu probably knows every single English cuss word that exists because he's actually relatively close to fluent in English. Like he, well, he I mean, actually can show us. It. That's for sure. Yeah. So I mean, he probably knows a lot more than what he laid out for us. He just really likes the f word. Like that's his jam. Anytime also, he can use that shit, he's there. <laughs> if you're gonna have giant lettering of the words you speak. Please make sure they're spelled correctly because they definitely had represent on there and not represent. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't, I don't know. It this song is a mess, and like the, my mess. favorite part was the was the all black Range Rover. Oh, one of them. Let me get one of them all black okay. Range Rovers, please. Yeah, um, no, like um, I just I, before watching this music video, I watched a bunch of those coffee coffee house music music videos, and to be honest. This music video and this song made me more sleepy. I actually <laughs> watching it. Coffee house music videos, like you know, it's that.
they're supposed to be a rap song. You're supposed to be more hype compared to these other songs. Yeah, you're the one that made me fall asleep practically while I'm trying to watch it. So it's just that bad. Sorry, Master Wu. Damn, that's some shade. I, I respect you. <laughs> you better watch out. He's from Seoul, dude. He might come for you. That's all right. I'm from I'm from New York, so. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say the actual D. I, oh my god, I would cry. I was like, yeah! <laughs> For a minute, like, I felt the stutter, and I was about to be like, oh shit, yeah. she's from the... And then I was like, wait, the no, real she's from the door. Oh, no, sorry, I, I clicked and unclicked mute, so it went in and out for me, I'm sorry. No, I was just like, I was ready for it you to drop, to like, well, I'm from Detroit, so Detroit was <laughs> everybody, and I was going to be like, all right, it's over, podcast done, we're done. <laughs> no, no, I'm not that hardcore. I just rocked him. Santa yeah, I was about to hit that stop Brad broadcast and hang up. And just, I was out. I was ready. Uh, let's let's move on. Uh, so we next have uh, Cheetah featuring Han Hayes, uh, Blurred Lines. Um, I, well, first first and foremost, I'm glad that this isn't some cover of Blurred Lines. I was really nervous about it, and I saw the teaser and was like, "Thank God." I don't necessarily like her styling in this music video. Um, I really love Cheetah. I love her like aesthetic of kind of this head bitch in charge kind of thing that she's got going. And I don't really feel like she nailed it in this one. And I know obviously the song doesn't fit that image. So I get it. The minute I heard her rapping though, I was like, I, I mean, I forgive everything. Like I just, I just love, I love her flow and I love the way she puts, uh, I love like every song that she's on pretty much. My only complaint, and I do feel bad saying this because I know I know that the reason she's a rapper is because she had an incident and she or an accident, I'm sorry, and she used to be a singer, but I really wish she hadn't sang on this song. And part of it is because her feature is Hanhe and Hanhe has really good vocals. Like he's very very underrated. Um if you listen to Phantom, there's a lot of singing when you hear Phantom songs, and that's because Hanhe and San Sanchez both have pipes, like crazy crazy pipes, and that's why they both sing. Sanchez is the more popular of the two. Uh, for obvious reasons, aka he's really good looking, um, and Hanhei's not, but they both have pipes, so it's like you should have probably let Hanhei sing your parts, and I think the song would have gone over better if you had. But I also, like I said, I feel bad saying that because I know that she wants to sing, and I know there's got to be a part of her that like hates the fact that she can't really hold the same vocals that she did before. Um, so. I'm at the same time. I'm kind of glad that she sang this at the beginning. When I was going through the list, this became my favorite, like kind of darker coffee house song. Like you probably wouldn't hear this in a regular coffee house, but maybe like one of those coffee houses that's trying to be edgy. But it still didn't. It didn't do enough to separate itself from like being a coffee house song for me. Um, but I genuinely like it. Um, there's just some parts where I don't. I don't really like it. So for the most part, I like it. I liked her singing the most, which is <laughs> which is disagreeing left That's and the right. Part I, don't like. I loved her singing. The singing made it kind of it's what made it like mysterious and like dark and took it out of this weird coffee house. I mean, it was still boring, which is sad because Cheetah is the furthest thing from boring. I wish she gave me everything I needed and more. Does and. I love her voice, her singing voice now. Like, I saw her on King of Mass Singer, and she just gave me my entire life. So I don't mind her voice vocally, but it just was a boring song, and I don't think Hanek could have saved it either. 
her styling even took it. Oh god, it's just so boring. Maybe it it was that we got caught up in the other boring songs today, and that just added to it. But I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. It's boring. Everything's so boring. <laughs> Help us, Jesus. I don't know what to say. If Cheetah can't, if Cheetah's boring, that's crazy. That says a lot. Yeah, exactly. I agree oh with you. God. That me and you. We link up there, because if Cheetah can be on a boring song, then something happened. The other day, to be honest, I was thinking about Cheetah, and I was like, hmm, I haven't heard of her in so long. I wonder what she's doing, or like, what kind of music is she going to release? And then this song came out, and to be honest, I get it. Again, like we've been saying all podcasts long so far, this is the time where this type of music appears, so I understand she's going along with the current trend, and that's fine. She doesn't sound bad, but eh, not what I'm looking for when I want to listen to Cheetah. So, but it wasn't bad, and the music video is at least it was a coffee house music video, but it's a different color palette music video compared to the others. So, I can forgive her on all accounts for that. Uh, does anybody else have any feelings about this music video before we move on? I don't think it was good. That's about it. All right. Um. We'll go ahead and keep trucking then. Um, we had Pentagon. They released the song Pretty Pretty. So I got like two notes for this. Uh, one is that the MV is cute, but the song is otherwise forgettable. And two is that the rapper in Pentagon needs to, I don't know, quit. I don't, I don't know. He needs to do something that's not rap because he's terrible. That's all I got. Yeah, Pentagon, their debut song. <laughs> I remember that one and I hated that song. That was a gorilla one, right? It was odd. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I thought that one was forgettable. And that, like, I, the reason I really disliked that song was I felt like it basically took every boy group trend of the past year and just kind of mashed it together. Like, oh, this hard-hitting dance, kind of dirty filmography, and, you know, like, some flashing colors and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. a lot of – and it just, like, mashed it all together. And I was like, this is just not coherent. And I felt like it was the same thing, but with a ballad but for them. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I just, yeah, I feel like they're they're boring, and I, I'm not a fan. I have to hard agree. I won't say the video was boring. I was entertained, or maybe the bar was just really low today. <laughs> but um, I it, I agree. It was that um, cookie cutter. It was like let's take all the elements of like. It's like, okay, we tried the EXO, like BTS, like stereotypical hard-hitting boy group concept. Now let's show them we have a, a range. Let's go with like the Astro. like. But Astro already killed it, so like, they can't. <laughs> up tension, like cutesy boy group concept and see how far we can get. But it's so clear to me that it's not, whatever their style is, this is not it. And it it seems out of place. Like it seems clearly out of place. I just I don't know what it's gonna take. I don't. Maybe they have to find their color, or maybe this is the aesthetic of their group. They're like five sided, and they're gonna give us like a stereotypical like concept every time. I don't know, but yeah, they are memorable to me. I probably won't pick them up. I probably won't continue to listen to them. Unfortunately, I may give Pretty Pretty another listen, though, because as a basic and cookie cutter as it is, like, that is what I like. So, 
I may revisit it. I may give them a second, third, or fourth listen. At least you're honest. I respect that. Yeah. What can I say? I have kind of a trash taste sometimes. Uh, if nobody else has anything to say, we should probably keep moving because we're. I I knew this was going to go long in the tooth, but we're we're definitely going long in the tooth here. Um, so the next song we have is Sam Kim and Loco. Uh, Think about you. I previously said that the Cheetah song was like my favorite kind of coffee shop song. Um, that was true until I strolled on this video. Now, I really love Loco. Part of it is because I'm a Double K fan. So I watched the original first run of Show Me the Money and Double K and Loco were together in that sweet victory that came to Loco. Um, and ever since then, I've always been like, you know, I feel like he's the guy who slept on an AMG because he's not particularly good looking. His voice doesn't particularly stand out like in a way that people really love. But for me personally, he puts together the best flows and he is the only one out of all of them that's like a chameleon. And this song really proved that feeling that I had. Uh, I love uh, Sam Kim's voice a lot. I think it's so, so pretty. And to have Loco on the song, I was like, I, I don't know, because I kind of just want Sam Kim. And I loved it. I thought they worked together so well. Maybe the song could have been a little bit different, but I really, like, out of all the music videos that I got, I loved the intro to this music video when it was just Sam Kim talking and it was kind of like a like a video game. And he was, like, moving around all funny. I loved it. I love that part. Uh, the rest of it was kind of whatever. Um, but I love Loco on the song. I love his part. I think he really, really flowed really well with the song that I think a lot of people wouldn't have fit on at all because it was not made for a rapper, I feel. Um, but I think he did the best with it and made it interesting, not just like, here I am, here's my bars. I'll see you in like in 30 seconds when my 16's out. Like, it was really good. I really liked his part. And again, I love Sam Kim's voice. So I, I really like this one. This is my favorite coffee shop song. Like in terms of when I say that, I mean, in terms of like still being a generic song that you would be in a coffee shop drinking a latte and being like, oh, this song's on cool. Like this is the one that I'd be like, oh, I like this song. Sick. Like <laughs> this is the one that would get me to pop. So I really like this one. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Uh, this is one of my favorites as well. Um, Sam Kim has such a beautiful voice. I actually don't typically like rap song collaborations in K-pop. It always usually leaves me wanting more from either of the artists. But I think this was a great collaboration. I, I still actually did. There's this one part where Loco's rapping and Sam Kim's like vocalizing, singing underneath him. Mm -hmm. I wish that part was longer because it was so pretty. Yeah, me too. But, Same. But um, but yeah, I, this is the first thing original of Sam Kim's that I'm hearing, and the first thing from Loco that I'm hearing, and I really love it. He, it's it's just a great song. I think if I heard it outside of everything else today, it would have been more impactful on me. But out of today, this song and another song we haven't got to yet are my clear favorites. I don't think I watched this one, actually. No, I, I tried to get through. Oh, we. Oh, shit. So yeah, remember I, said he was, remember I said he was Dean Light? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I didn't Ow. Like that. <laughs> Ow. That's, that's rude. I thought was, oh, he's capitalized on that crush Dean trend. Good for him. Yeah. I think, <laughs> honestly, like, it was mellow and good, but again, like, 
everything was just so mellow, like nothing really popped. Honestly, like Sam Kim, I agree. He's got a really, really, really good voice. And I could definitely tell from the music video, but like it just didn't stick to me. But like maybe that was just like a curse of the lineup, honestly. I was going to say, like I a, think the placement yeah, might have screwed yeah. him. Because like, honestly, like just listening to all of that, I just kind of was like every song sounds the same at this point. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll give you a little um, secret, like peek behind the curtains. But essentially, you know, we all talk about what we're going to do, kind of what we're going to record. And I pretty much do all of my music video watching the day of the podcast so that it, it's kind of relevant. This was literally the last on the list almost. Like there was one more that we'll talk about. Um, but I had already seen this one or that one. So this one was the last of the new videos that I hadn't seen yet. And I was burnt by this point. Um, and literally the only thing that pulled me back is the part where Loco and uh, Sam Kim were kind of doing their part together, like Nico discussed. That's what brought me back in. And I was like, man, I really like this. So I had to go back and like kind of rewind so I could watch some of it because I really was out of it. I was like, I just don't care about coffee music anymore. Yeah. And honestly, like I just like I was like kind of listening to it while you guys were talking a little bit just to like jog my memory. And I probably would go back to listen to it because like it does have like the pace and tempo that I do enjoy and like the sound um, of like kind of slower songs. So like I, and Sam Kim, like I said, has a really great voice. So I think I'll probably go back to listen to it. It's probably the, the likely most likely contender out of the ones that we've listened to today, aside from Jesse, that I'll probably listen to aside from the next song. Um, but yeah, I mean. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I know we're we're kind of. I mean, I, I'm sure people are already even feeling the like we've talked about so many coffee songs. But honestly, my suggestion, if you do want to watch this music video, just take the time to put it in your plan to be like one of the first things you watch. Like maybe, um, maybe you're the type who likes to have your cup of coffee and kind of catch up on K-pop and things like that. Like if mm -hmm. that's your thing open with this music video if you really want to like give it a shot because I think it'll be perfect like this one for me fits the theme of what I would want in a coffee shop like if you ever want to know what a murdy coffee shop would have music it's this song 100% so I think it's worth giving a shot because I think a lot of us are kind of jaded because we had so much coffee music like I and I like I said I totally am there with you if it wasn't for the part where um sam kim was doing vocals while loco was rapping i would have not gone back to listen to the whole thing so i definitely feel you there we our last song here was a late edition thanks to our lovely producer juliet uh hopefully you guys heard shiny's juliet coming into this uh recording because i think that should be the one she stepped up to be our producer so i'll hell her thank you thank you so much because it's such a good good help Woo! thank you juliet Woo! I miss you, but thank you for, for taking the step to be the producer. So we have uh, Galliant, Tablo, and Eric Nam have the song Cave Me In. So on here is not listed, but the female in the music video, her name is Lillian V, uh, or Liane V, I'm sorry. Um, she is a very, very talented comedian. She does Instagram, like she's an Instagram model. Um, she's a singer a dancer like she's she's super cool um i'm gonna rep her for a minute because like when vine was really popping off there was a guy named king bot and uh he was like always making music or always making comedy videos and she was in a bunch of them because i think that they were an item 
Um, and that's how I learned about her. I started following her and she has like, like 30 or 40 videos where she's dancing to tip uh, like very popular uh, songs and dance crazes with her dad. And her dad is like an older Asian guy. Oh my God, it is so good. Like, uh, it's it's the greatest thing on the internet. I love it. They're so cute together. And after that, I was like, I have to follow her on everything. Like I need to know everything she does. So she has a song called uh, No Cuffs. That's really good. Um, it's about like her being single and free essentially and doing what she wants to do. Uh, she looks amazing in it too. And then all her videos with her dad, like there's a compilation of just her videos with her dad. They're incredible. Like her dad is the coolest dude in the world. I want to be that dude when I'm older, who's willing to be in like dumb videos and be funny and just be silly. Uh, that's my dream. So um, I really like, and I'm just, I love things like that. But anyways, on the music video, since I had to gush for her for, for a little bit. Um, honestly, the only part that I only kind of like is Tablo. Um, it's not that Tablo's part's bad. It's kind of that I wanted a female voice in this song. Like once I heard uh, the intro and then Eric's part, like Tablo's part became kind of not what I wanted. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like at some point, maybe, maybe it could have been Eric that got replaced. Maybe it could have been Tablo. I don't know. But I feel like one of them should have gone and we should have got like a female voice. The one I have written down here is strictly because she speaks fluent English and because I'm a huge fan of her and I will plug her every time I get. Uh, oh, but I would have loved I would have loved Ailey on this song, obviously. <laughs> um, when I heard it, I was like, God, she could have crushed it. It would have been great. Um, but I don't know. Like, uh, I love Gallant. His voice is so pretty. And he like the fact that he is the beginning of the song. I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. Like, I've seen this music video like probably a dozen times in the last three days. I just keep watching it. Every time it comes up on my list, I'm like, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I need this song in my life. I don't know. I love this song. This is my favorite song out of this whole list. Um, Jesse's a really close second, but this is my, my absolute favorite on this whole list. I love this song. I love the music video. I love the styling. Uh, the only thing that's kind of awkward is Eric does not fit this kind of like, I'm a sexy R and B guy. Like his voice does. His image does not. And he clearly does not fit the image either because he's like trying to be cool with everybody. And it's like Tablo has been a rapper for a while. So he knows Galleon's beautiful and he can do whatever he wants. And then you have Eric who's kind of like, yeah, I'm sort of cool. Yeah, everybody, you like me. And it's just, oh, it doesn't, mm, it doesn't fly for me. But his voice is pretty on it. So it is what it is. I think his voice fits the song more than he fits it. But yeah, I really like this one. This is my favorite MV of the bunch. And it's still not like super exciting. Nothing really crazy happens, but um, it's good enough for me personally. It's a good kind of chill. I agree with everything you said, so I won't add anything else. But I think this goes like a step beyond coffee shop music. I think this is more of like chilling on the front porch music. And it's it's chill, but it's like, ugh. it's not chilling alone. It's like chilling with friends kind of chill. Yeah, and definitely. I love the way that they're all three together in the video, and they all have their different way of vibing, but they're all just kind of vibing to the song. Um, it, it's a good introduction for to Gallant for me and for somebody else like me who's never heard anything from him before, um, who have never seen him before. And it, it pegs Eric Nam in a different light that I think this is this really suit like suits his voice in a way that I haven't heard anything else. That he 
that I haven't liked anything else that he's done before. So maybe he should start doing more R and B stuff versus his like poppy pop stuff he does. Ugh. I agree. Ugh. Okay, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree as I come in here about Eric Nam not looking swag enough to be in this music video. Okay, y'all need to go to Mexico when <laughs> while the wall isn't built and go to KCON because Eric Nam is going to be there and you need to see his daddiness real life, okay? Because I'm going to tell you right now, when Shanna and I went to KCON in New York, aka New Jersey, we um, watched Eric Nam and he came out in like a suit with like um two dozen roses and he was swagging up and honestly like i think that people's perception of eric nam because of asc sorry for my language but uh maybe i shouldn't swear since we have a sponsor but f that show there you go. like it literally ruined my like if anybody had told me about anything about eric nam while I was watching ASC, I would have been like, nah, like, I hate Eric Nam. He's just, like, so awkward and lame in that show. But then when I, like, he came out with his uh, mini album with Interview, I loved every single song on it. And then we saw him at KCON, and I legit got up out of my chair and just started screaming, yes. I was so excited, and he looked so, so good. Here's, but, like, here's... I think that's what your perception is, is that you think you see asc eric nam but like now that i've seen his daddiness in real life that music video he looked really good and in conjunction with his like soft soft voice like creeping in right after the chorus and just sounding so smooth and delicious i was like shook see the here's core. here's the thing <laughs> uh I, I get where you're coming from because i do think that a lot of people's image of eric nam has been jaded from asc um but see here's the thing i like eric nom enough to watch all of his music videos and watch the things that he does and most of his live performances i'm mad that i didn't go to kcon la to go see him uh he's one of the few people that i did want to see so his image on asc i mean it doesn't really change how i feel about him because i still thought he was the best part of that show and i would probably go to war and say that like there's been nobody better to talk to people than him and he well, didn't I mean, really when you got like jimmy yeah i, I hate right. her <laughs> um and you have uh that dude from you hey she kevin. does her best. hey she does also her best. you Awful. i won't have you slandering kevin on this podcast oh, okay i sure will i sure will you Which don't kevin this, kevin woo! you don't you don't know this joke about uh about not your average i do we haven't done I it do. enough but because I'll slander all you, of you kiss, dog. All of them. I don't give a shit. You kiss came back while I was on this podcast oh, with they Stalker. Sure did. So they I sure do. Did. I do oh, know. Stalker's a bop, though. Wait, oh, Nico, you and I can bond for like six hours about how Stalker is a bop. Seriously. Okay, Y'all can enjoy that while they remain irrelevant, like we've always talked about. Yikes. Not in Japan. Uh, yikes. Yikes. Not oh, in oh Japan. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. I forgot about their nominal success in Japan. Wow, I forgot yeah. that like 12 people know him instead of six people in Korea. Oh that's, not even, that's not even true. Oh, I'm sorry, I underestimated like 22. My bad. I got I'm it sorry. right. You better, you better drop your pin in the Katak chat because I'm going to get you. <laughs> I'll, I'll drop but anyways, it. Anyways, so back to the, anyways, the topic um, at hand. So my, uh, more my issue, it's not, it's not that I don't think he can do R&B. Cause that's not what I'm saying. Cause I definitely think he can. I think in this particular video, the fact that he's not as comfortable as the other two stands out. So maybe it, and, and maybe it's because I didn't see him at KCON, but he feels very awkward to me in this song. And maybe 
it's just the fact that he's with Tablo, who clearly has been rapping and doing this particular image for so long, and Galliant, who it, this is his whole thing. Like, he didn't change at all. He's the same guy in this music video. And then you have Eric, who has these songs where he goes very, like, R&B, sexy, like, whatever, and he just maybe hasn't gotten enough chance to express it. I could totally see that, and I would say that's fine. I don't necessarily want him out of the song, and if I had to pick, he's not the person I would remove for Ailey. I would remove Tablo. I would Same. keep Eric. I, I actually wanted Eric, to mention so. that, because, like, when I saw, I, like, clicked on the link from through Reddit, and somebody was saying about, like, tableau's lyrics and all this other stuff blah blah and i was like shit i can't even remember a single thing he said and like you know and for tableau being so good like i really was like completely underwhelmed by his rap break it's not the best it's definitely not the best so that's what i mean like if i had to pick somebody it wouldn't be eric i would keep eric because i like his voice and the only part i don't like is he kind of it kind of sounds like he tries to go for something he can't quite hit and doesn't feel super confident hitting. And then he kind of like right after that does something really lovely. I'd have to get like the exact seconds, but there's a part right when he goes towards the chorus that I just didn't really dig. But outside of that, like his part right after Tablo is beautiful. I love his part right there. Um, so I would probably keep him and put Ailey in the middle. And I think that would be much better instead of replacing Eric with Ailey. Personally, I so. would put Park Jin Young. No, sorry, but uh, <laughs> but but no. Honestly, Eric Nam is fascinating to me. I just I find his story so interesting. The fact that you know he was at Boston College, then he was in what consulting, and then he was in like the Atlanta Boys Choir, which is a famous famous choir. Yes. Then he was just like, oh, I'm gonna be a K-pop idol, <laughs> and went to Can Korea. Can we talk and about how he's an angel or a freaking angel? I'm sorry, he is literally an yes. actual angel. Like. I, I talk about how Jackson Wang is an actual angel. The oh, other no. real actual angel is Eric Nam, who is an yes. actual angel. Like yes, everything that's true. Like Remember when they wanted Saturday him to do Night Live? Racist? Yes, exactly. and he was like, nah, dog, I won't do that. <laughs> was like, I know, and yes. it's like so awesome because like Eric Nam is like, much as I love him, he's not the most popular low k-pop person so it's like not like he has a lot of weight to throw around to be like oh i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that but like the fact that he doesn't even care that he doesn't have like the power aka like to put his money where his mouth is you know in like a grander scheme of things but he did it anyway like i respect that for sure yeah and i think he kind of showed that some people aren't shit uh to be honest like uh because he's not he's not even on a big label that could throw the weight around and be like oh we won't want we don't want our artists to do something he literally was like i can't i can't do that i won't do that and And he doesn't want to do anything problematic and as far as i know from what i know about eric he's never done anything problematic because he's very aware of what he's doing so exactly yeah honestly that's even more of like just proof to me that like all those like people those k-pop artists who are like kind of have like like american culture backgrounds that do co- problematic things i'm like you have zero excuse honestly i know yeah, eric had lived in america yeah exactly like y'all i know that Amer- eric had been living in america went to school in america like a lot longer than some people but like mm-hmm. it's still like come on i know you don't it's not like you don't remember the way that it is here like let's be real come on be like more mature and sensitive yeah i whatever. agree bobby I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby's the perfect example. Like he ain't True. shit. When you compare Bobby to Eric, Bobby ain't shit. Like I'm sorry. Oh, for He's just sure. Not. So yeah. Eric is an actual angel. Like 
I will protect Eric to the end of my days. I don't care. He is an yes. actual angel. True, true. If you want to see two angels interact together, you should look <laughs> up a video of Jackson Wong interviewing Eric for his album. Yes. No, yes. I'll cry. Yes. Yes. No, it is no, the I'll cry. cutest thing you'll ever see. It's amazing. It. Jackson it's tries amazing. to get Eric Nam to say that they're dating, and it's really cute. I, I won't like I watched part of uh Juhyun from Monster X and Jackson on that uh bromance show and I was so angry because I was like dude I would trade all of every pe- every penny that I have every penny I've ever earned to be on the show with Jackson because he is a goddamn angel like and he would appreciate I, it I know exactly. he would be like I'm so happy you're here and I'd be like I'm so happy I'm here <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Kiara, do you have any feelings about the song since we've just been being ridiculous? <laughs> I, I was letting y'all have y'all moment. Um, but <laughs> um, no, I mean, I enjoyed the song as well. I thought the vibe and everything of the song is very done very well. Um, the music video, I love the chillness of it. It's just them, you know, walking around, whatever it is, you know, just looking great. And I liked it. Yeah, I really like this music video. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so we're going to kind of hit the news sort of quick. Um, there's some stuff that I know people want to talk about. So we're we're just going to hit it as fast as we can and kind of uh, travel. Um, one thing that I do want to bring up, uh, and it's very important because there's so many. February is about to be the month of like huge comebacks. It's the battle royale of comebacks as uh, I believe um, Shauna or Alice, one of Chalice decided to call it i think it's pretty fitting though because we're about to take some blood um i'm just gonna go through some comebacks and the last one i'll mention because we're gonna talk about them probably the most um but some february comebacks that we know about is bts red velvet block b sf9 twice got seven lovelies cross gene exid thank god zion t thank god monster x Goo Goo Don, who I don't care about, Mad Clown, uh, Day6, Sea Art, NCT Dream. There's also like a whole bunch of others, but we're also going to get the farewell and goodbye song to the Wonder Girls. Um, now, as you know, we have a very known wonderful. There's one other wonderful that's not on the podcast. I miss you, Ash. Uh, I wish you were here for this one in particular. We'll probably have like a goodbye Wonder Girls podcast at some point when the song actually comes out i think we should um but i want to kick it to kiara first uh i know that you probably have the most opinions on this farewell song so how do you feel about it in general and you know i mean i don't know i guess how do you feel about it in general oh man um well just strictly speaking about the farewell song i mean it's kind of no, it's very kind of bittersweet because um, pretty much the song is coming out the day of their anniversary, their 10th year anniversary. So it's kind of like a clear ending of Wonder Girls as a group. And it's sad, but at the same time, you know, I've already went through all my emotions these past two days. And, you know, even before when the announcement was happening of like whether or not they were going to renew I've come to a point where it's like, I'm okay. And, you know, I know they're okay um, because, you know, they've been doing this for 10 years. And so for them to at least give us this one last gift to us fans, I feel like, I feel like as a fan, I'm kind of blessed because it doesn't feel like a last minute thing or it doesn't feel like, oh, well, yeah, we expanded, but, you know, it's whatever. 
in the sense like and you know by the way we have this music video it doesn't, doesn't feel like they're just throwing this in our faces and as an aftermath it's kind of like well we thought through this and we decided that as a goodbye we want to give you this last song as a gift uh, it's gonna be very sad i haven't cried or anything but i'm sure the moment i hear this song i'm gonna be a complete mess so I don't know how I'm going to be for that podcast, though. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah, I'm just going to end it with that way. Maybe not get emotional right now. Um, what about the other comebacks? Is anybody particularly excited? I mean, obviously, I'm excited for EXID, and I'm excited for God7. I'm excited for Zion T. I'm trying to pretend that I'm excited for Monster X, but in the reality, I'm only excited for Geary Boy's eventual song that will be on this monster x comeback and then bts i am excited for because i love their last their last comeback so i'm, I'm really curious what they're going to do how they're going to build off of this kind of new wild image they have yeah i think bts is going to be interesting especially because i think it's just a repackaged album instead of wings so oh, it'll be bad. interesting yeah to see. I, I, I have a feeling it's going to be like the the may comeback where it's like three new songs but, but I mean, at the, at the same time, they released a full giant album in like September, so it hasn't been that long. And then, uh, but I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Got Seven. I'm sad for Monster X. Why are they doing this to them? <laughs> like, they keep putting them, battling them up against these huge boy groups trying to get their first win. They could have come back in January right now and gotten their first win. Like, no one's out there right now. This podcast is proof of that. No one is out there right now. Uh, their uh, Starship is mismanaging them so much. Yeah. I mean, I also haven't loved their last two comebacks, but like even with those comebacks, they could have won. And see, didn't Starship take their phones until they get a show win? Yes, give them their yeah. phones. So they have like company iPads to share between yes. all of them. Yeah, I mean, realistically crazy. speaking, we're probably avoiding Juhyun dropping the N-word again, so, I mean. Wait, again? Again, yeah, he already did it. Before they even debuted, he dropped the N-bone. Yikes. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't like him. Sassy Angel Hyungwon deserves his phone. Can't trust him. Can't, Can't trust him. Yo, is. if you've that ever means- rapped in any group or ever rapped in Korean, you've probably dropped the N-word, and that's why I don't trust you. Not Jackson, though. Not, not Jack, Jackson already messed up, though, with... If we're if we're gonna get realistic, Jackson not already Angel messed King up. Jackson. He just didn't drop the N-word. Are you talking about the blackface thing? I sure am. Ugh. Are Wait, you, are like what? 50, I'm like 50-50 on that, honestly. Okay, I really don't so, know if that was blackface. So here, no, no, I'm not. Oh, no, no, not blackface. I'm talking about when he said, "I want to make black kids music," oh, okay. which yeah, is way that. worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not the blackface thing, I don't think, is blackface at all. Oh, I, okay, I, think, okay, okay. I think people need to understand that there is connotation. Yeah, right. And there's there's a a hard line, right? Like obviously, when we see blackface, for me personally, and I'm only half black, so I want to I want to state that before I say what I say. <laughs> But because uh, I know people are come for me and I feel like th- the thing that people forget is like, while I'm half black to every white person I've ever met, I'm black. I'm You're not black. black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's yeah. ever called me white. I guarantee yeah. you. The only people who have have been black people when I say something they don't like. Um, and I get that. 
and, and like that's fine i get it because i have light skin privilege and i i expect i respect that that's fine i understand um but i will say like we need to separate people colored in the color black as opposed to people who are doing blackface there is a connotation that's different like when yeah. you wear blackface you are purposely doing it to be a black person and to then kind of make a parody of black people that's what people mm -hmm. do now if you just wear blackface and you're like i'm kanye west that's still blackface to me but when you yeah. wear the color black not the skin color but the dark color black that is in the color palette and you are not doing anything that would symbolize that you're trying to be a black person that you were making fun of black culture that you were at all trying to take anything from black culture which jackson was not when he was painted the color black you cannot yeah. call that blackface yeah. you just can't yeah, that's not that's not blackface now it gets testy because there's people who got onto this craze of i want to do the charcoal mask and then they would be like yeah. look at me i'm black they're doing blackface because they're purposely trying yes. to make fun of the fact that they're wearing the color black on their face that's yeah. different mm -hmm. Jackson did not do that. He was in a commercial. He didn't say anything about being black. He didn't make any jokes about being black. It was just he wore this color. And there's other people who've worn that color. You cannot call them out for being blackface because they're not. They're just painted in this color. If we decide you cannot be the color black at all, even the actual color that's in the color palette, cool, fine. But we need to all agree that nobody can do that. And then I'll say, sure, nobody can do it. But it's a fashion thing. He was doing something for high fashion, and they do that. They they abuse that color. It's the same when they abuse the very, very white color. They're not making fun of white people. They're not saying everybody looks like powder. Like, that's not what they're doing. They're just using that color as a color palette. Yeah. So you got to understand, and I, I would say Jackson is not guilty of doing blackface. I will say that he is. he should be called out for the black kids thing and the and the black people music and all that stuff that he said but he yeah. literally ha i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly he apologized and he has not done that since and he has been an actual angel since so i'm kind of on the f uh, the fence of like maybe he actually was ignorant and he learned if he messes up again i'm gonna call him out for it i love yb everybody was here when i called out yb i've never given him a pass i said maybe he meant something but I still called him out for it. I will never give you a pass. You don't get a free pass for me, no matter how yeah. much I love you. So it is what it is. Okay, so back to bring this back on track. Yeah, other, tangent. Sorry. Other uh, other comebacks I'm excited for. Um, I'm excited for Red Velvet. They've already started doing their teasers for their comeback. And one thing that's um, interesting, or one thing, the reason why I'm looking forward to it is because as Sim said a while ago that um, they've the way they've been doing Red Velvet is they've been having like a red album, a red concept, and then a velvet concept. Or they had like the red title and the velvet title. So they had Ice Cream Cake and they had Automatic. And then, you know, they did Happiness, but then they did Be Natural right after that. So there's always this kind of flip-flop. So now they're back. They said they're, they're scrapping the shifty concepts. Everything's going to be red and velvet from here on out. But then they also said that this comeback is like the turning point on the SM sound. Mm -hmm. And this kind of goes into SM Station, which you're going to talk about later. So with that ending and then this new sound, I think we're all kind of waiting to see what is this new sound that SM is talking about coming into. And 
think Red Velvet is the flagship group for that. So there's a little bit of caution, a little bit of concern, a little bit of excitement. And I'm really curious to see what they're going to do. BTS. I, I actually, I was reading an article about how the, well, the article I was reading was saying that people were scared to come back at the same time as BTS. So I guess we'll see when they decide to come back in February. But I, I think with reason, there's, it, it, it was kind of actually crazy in the last cycle of show wins when BTS came back that they got three freaking songs <laughs> the first week that they came back. And then even the second week, they got two songs on the show. I mean, that, I can't remember another group that's it happened for this year. That includes Big Bang, that includes XO, that includes like all the big ones. And BTS is really killing it right now. I think it's going to be interesting how them compared to a lot of other groups dropping at the same time uh, happens. Although actually the same thing kind of happened when they came back in September. There were a lot of groups happening at that time too. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because I think we're seeing the beginning of the next really big group and they've earned it. Like, it's not like they just got it. Um, they definitely earned it. Like, you you know, you mentioned the fact that not a lot of people get the two. And this year, I don't, I really, I think you're right. I don't think anybody did. Um, part of it is probably the fact that Big Bang didn't really promote this year. Whereas last year they promoted a little bit more, but it's still very surprising that a group that's not from sm or jyp or uh, uh yg got this kind of treatment because it's it's not something that really happens and just bts had blown up and really solidified their spot as a really relevant group off a label that might not be as relevant so it's 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 impressive like they've They've definitely earned what they've got, and I'm I'm so happy for them to be honest. Like even if all their music doesn't do it for me, I'm happy that they like grinded and they've worked so hard. Because amongst all the other groups, the thing that I liked about BTS was they make that music. Like that's their music. It's not just some stuff that they've put out because somebody wrote it for them and it's great and whatever, and they've sang it and cool. They made that. They put in the hard work and the effort to get to this point. They're more of an artist than like you can say for a lot of other groups that are very popular. So it's very impressive. It's very big for them. I mean, I like Blackpink. Blackpink still hasn't written a single song, uh, you know, and there's other groups out there. Like you can say the same for a lot of SM groups. There's a ton of songs that they have that they haven't touched other than that they've sang it. So and they've still blown up. So it's it's really impressive that this group who has had such a, input on their own management and an input on the songs that go on their label and an input on the actual songwriting has blown up like they have and they've been they've be basically they're trying to become the next big bang and i don't mean that in like they want to do the same they want to follow in the footsteps but they have put themselves aside as like we make our own music we have our own identity and we want to show you our identity and i think that's really cool i, I love that about them i agree yeah and i'm, I'm refraining from saying um Minshuda genius but no, no, I, I agree. And I, I think there was also some political stuff during that uh, that yeah, second week genius. that they got. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> some during that second week where it was during the whole political scandal and their song, Am I Wrong? is kind of about basically politics and the discrepancies between youth and the uh, just falsities being spread by the media. And there were some rumors that they may have gotten that second song that second week because specifically to sing that song during that time as almost a F you to the current political situation, which yeah. I thought was interesting. 
Yeah, but no, I, I definitely agree with you in that they're the kind they're the unique exception right now in K-pop where they're having such tremendous success with their own sound, which is really amazing to see. Um, we're almost at two hours, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of cut the rest of the topic short. Uh, I I know it sucks, but I've had a feeling this kind of was gonna run long in the tooth. I do think it's worth men- worth mentioning that SM Station is about to come to an end with uh. Well, I shouldn't say I think it's worth mentioning, but people in this podcast think it's worth mentioning. Uh, SM Station is about to come to an end. Uh, Suho is going to be the last song. And NCT uh, SEA, which is Southeast Asia, apparently is going to have their debut this year at some point. That's another thing we want to mention. So kind of it, it was, you know, honestly, it's been a pretty big year uh, for SM in general. Um, so we're going to kind of end this with like, Sort of the SM corner, I should say. Like you guys can kind of talk about both the SM station thing and the NCT if you want. Uh, you can talk about that terrible colorist, I guess, if you want, and whatever else. But I, I think this is a good spot to end. So, oh, and Shiny is finally going to on tour in America. Um, I I will talk about this. I won't be going personally, only because. I just want to see a Jonghyun solo tour. I'm sorry, bye. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, they're only coming to Dallas sorry, and LA, bummer. But, but yeah, yeah. Pretty, oh, big, pretty big I guess, deal. I guess I should go and just say that I there's, went, maybe. There's going to be a knockdown, drag out dog fight for tickets. That's for sure. Honestly, I hear those, both of those venues are only 6,000 seats, which yeah, is crazy sun, for someone sun, like China. Small, yeah. Yeah. So We're it is going gonna, yeah. <laughs> where are they? Where are they going in LA? Do you know with the Shrine Auditorium? It's six thousand seats, really. Yeah. That's what I heard. I don't hmm. know. Maybe it's not true. But I heard it's small. not very big. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Six thousand seats is actually. I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm overestimating a little bit. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fine. Because I know that the venue that Vix and BTS went to was less than that in LA. So uh, that makes sense. Um, I'm just really excited to see Kim Ki Bum in real life and see what perfection really looks like because I've always wanted to know. Kim Ki Bum, are you are you not are you not scared so what you're gonna do? Are you not scared what's gonna happen when you see Minho? Like I'm fairly oh, sure listen, you're gonna I know be that, like split. Listen, like, I know that Mino is like beautiful and tall, but unless he gives me the same treatment as he did Japan, because Japan fans fans have it the best, and show me that body. And rip off his shirt. I'm gonna be upset. I'm just. Saying. But speaking of shiny, while we're on this podcast, they just dropped a new Japan single out yeah. of nowhere. It's Get the so treasure. Good. Oh my god! This I have it queued up to you... watch as soon as we get off. There were some quiet me. moments, and I know it's Chalice that was watching this music video and not. No, I wasn't attention. watching. You had my full attention. Oh, Alice, I'm so twice. happy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've watched. <laughs> so it's, I've watched so it's twice It's it definitely me. But well, my new favorite you... part of Shallus is definitely now Alice. I'm sorry. Oh wow! Look at wow. me. This is so hurtful. <laughs> I it's love fine. Ailey. You know what? I mean, I, oh, I thrive on your feet. I thrive. Tell me more, Tim. I will. Uh, you remember that one time we were on a podcast and you didn't watch all the music videos? You remember that? Oh, I know. Shots fired. Um, okay. Anyway. anyway, so shiny tour, uh, NCT Southeast Asia. I'm very excited for Ten to get back in the game because he'd been away for too long and it's really out of control. So I'm I assume that 
that this is just a 10 solo, right? Honestly, the fact I'm of the not, matter... I think it's going to be a subunit. <laughs> Honestly, Nico. the fact of the matter is, is, like, 10 is, like, top three most talented. Like, Shannon and I were talking about yeah, this the other day. Definitely. and it's all, you, all you really need is, like, Taehyung, Jaehyun, and 10, and you're, like, pretty much set. I guess, like, a, a fourth person to round the number out, but, like, pretty much you're just, that's it. That's all you See, really need from NCT. I don't know play. any of those other... Uh, well, I know Taehyung, obviously. I don't know the other guy, but anything that's Taehyung, 10, uh, the I'm voice. Cool. Like, I, I really like 10 a lot, so oh, I don't know. Oh, for sure. And he's just getting, like, slept on, and it's out of control because he's got, you know, a lot of talent. And he's I mean, best. well, he's really not. He The idol list just came out of, you know, all the idols voted on best everything, and he's, like, top five best dancers. So that's okay, but how many groups important. is he in in NCT? Exactly. I, I, well, SM is sleeping on them. Okay. I think that's yeah. more what we mean here is that Honestly, uh, like, SM is sleeping on this fool. Yeah, okay. I completely Fair agree. Enough. Yeah, but I'm very excited and I anticipate it a lot, and I'm just wait- ready to see ten shit on everybody again. All I want is for Kai, Temin, and Ten to do a dance together. That's just that's just all I want this year. Please, please. So, on a slight tangent, I'm sorry, but like, when are we gonna get SM Tan, JYP Nation, and like YG, whatever the fuck, wait, family again? Like, I just want to see. All- oh, well, I guess. JYP Nation did do like Japan and Korea and stuff, but like, can mm-hmm. you all come to the U.S., please? <laughs> right. And YG's tour was relatively recent, I guess. So oh, was it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it? not super, super recent, but they went on tour with Jinu Sean when they came back. Uh, to anyone was there. Big Bang was there. Like all uh, Epic High was there. Oh, so that's kind of relatively lit. recent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, their concert was lit <laughs> as fuck, and then they didn't come to L.A. or anything. So it was like, great, cool. I'm just gonna oh. sit over here and twiddle my thumbs and hate my life, I guess. <laughs> I guess. And then last thing is SM Station. Nico, you want to say some parting words? Yes. Uh, yes, you guys. Okay, so SM Station is coming to an end. It's been, oh god, a little over a year. Maybe the first SM station was October 2015. And you know, it's over. I'm like the cheated girls. <laughs> um, I just wanna I just wanna give you all, you know, some honorable mentions. Oh no, it was February third was the first station. Okay, so it's literally like a year. It's gonna end on the year anniversary. That's sad. Yeah, that's okay. I thought, I thought so, it was gonna be a full year. So I'm going to give you all some of my um, fave songs, just a really brief to go listen to if you've never given this stuff a chance. It's going to be really quick. Okay, so You, Me, Ray, because of you. Taeyeon's Rain, obviously. Or maybe I'll make a post about it on our social media so that you all can see. But um, there's Wave by Luna and Amber and Rehab. Tiffany's Heartbreak Hotel. Ugh, the best Simon D. Yes, featuring Simon Dominic, <laughs> Bo and Benzino's No Matter What. Uh, I love that. No Matter What was one of my favorite songs this year. And All I Mine. I really love it, yes. Um, Girls' Generation Sailing, their ninth anniversary single. Oh, uh, Dancing King with XO and um, Dancing oh, what's King, UJ, UJ Sook, and XO. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Yuri and Soyeon's, uh collaboration with Pantene. They had Secret, which was huge in China. There's so many more. I'll just make a post about them on our um, 
on our social media, so I don't like because I'm pretty sure you all aren't gonna remember all these. Honestly, but, if to be short, Nico's just listing SM stage. <laughs> yeah. No, like there's a bunch of them that I didn't list that I don't care for. I just listed my face. Like I, there's a clear top scene here of songs well, that matter. We got a Tumblr, so you can put them all in one big post. Ooh, That's is, exactly uh, what I'll do. But it's the last tie-in, so SM Station, SM Artist, Tanyol. You earlier were speaking, Sam, about uh, how SM people don't write their own songs. Although Tanyol wrote Heaven by EXO, which is an excellent song. It was on my and end of the year 2016 list. I don't pay attention that it to was. Chorus, I'm sorry. And Suyun wrote Sailing by... That's yeah. why I don't pay attention to EXO. So but, but, but he was recently in studio with Wuji from Seventeen and looks like they're going to collab something. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. Yes. Hopefully he does start to dislike dark-skinned people after meeting Chanyo. No one knows Wuji's past. I'm hoping whatever it sounds like, it's more Seventeen sounding and not Tanyo. No offense. No oh my offense. God. I'm sorry. Did, did everyone I guess know, we did, can't be friends. Did everyone know <laughs> listen to the SM winter sorry the EXO winter CD with the song 24? Which sure I'm fairly certain that uh Chanyo paid some people to get onto that album. It's just like a trap song in the middle of the oh, Christmas yeah. album. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Basically, and it's it's uh, the only people singing slash speaking in it are Sehun, Chanyol, Kai, and um, Jumin. So, yeah, the like literally the you mean the flop unit of EXO. <laughs> Honestly, but the song's super catchy. I I don't know. Anyway, sorry, but basically that's what we have to look forward to. That and Woozy. All right. Cool. Great. Awesome. <laughs> Don't Tim's sound so excited, excited too. Yeah. Jeez, I won't. I'm Try sorry. One, one day I'll love colorists, I promise. Um, so unless anybody else has anything they want to add before we get out of here? Can I say that SoundCloud is now uh, eligible for a Grammy nomination? And I fully, I fully expect Imje Bum to get a nomination for international artists at the Grammys in 2017 or 18 whenever they have the next ones so for your consideration grammy uh voters that i know that are listening to this podcast imjebum soundcloud def dot okay okay so my 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 sweet baby queens that listen to the show and that i love so much the reason that that soundcloud is uh eligible for grammy is because of my sweet king my wonderful prince chance the rapper and his wonderful incredible album that came out called yes. Coloring Book. Yes, Please go yes. listen to it. It's true. If we actually. can, if we can vote, if we can do something to change the vote, that deserves every single Grammy. Like everyone this year, all of them. Just give it to them. Just forget everybody else, unless it's Beyonce, and then give Beyonce some shit too, because Beyonce's incredible. But other than that, give it all to Chance. Chance and Beyonce it's, need to sweep all of it, it everything. Except for international artists should go to Imjebum. <laughs> Thank you and everybody. Sure, yeah, fine. International <laughs> artists can go to him. I'm cool with that. And then uh, if there's one for like musicals, that can go to my wonderful King Lynn Miranda and his great play Hamilton. Give it to him. Yeah. Other than that, they should sweep. All of them should sweep, please. They won and last year, you. if I'm not mistaken. They can sweep every year, as far as I'm concerned. So let let them let them know. All right. And they if, released if, that rap version this year. 
I feel like there's there's something there's something deep down going inside in the Grammys where they're like, man, we know we got to give Chance something. So I I expect Chance is going to get something, and I'm going to weep like a yes. small child. Seven nominations, let's go. I'm going to fall over and just cry in a corner when Chance gets what he deserves, which is everything. <laughs> oh, sorry. Everything. Everything. Uh, so um, uh, unless there's anything else, I guess we can wrap it up and we can get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, it's been a pleasure once again. Thank you to our new sponsor, Spatoon. Once again, that's S-P-O-T-T-O-O-N.com. And you can use our offer code N-Y-A-N at purchase to get 50% off anything that you purchase from that website. I also want to thank all of our fans, everybody that's been listening. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been a wild ride. Um, maybe you couldn't tell how excited i was so i'll tell you now like literally everything that i've been working for i've been podcasting for more than three years now i've always wanted a sponsor so we finally did it we finally made it and i'm so happy um our sponsor directly paid for our new domain so if you would like to go to our tumblr right now you can search for not your average net or yeah not your average netizens.com that's us it's gonna go straight to our tumblr we're gonna get all over it we'll probably have an actual web page uh seeing how the future goes uh maybe we'll start putting some think pieces up there and you'll have some articles from all of us maybe we'll we'll get more involved um now that we actually own the domain so we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll do some stuff for you guys thank you so much uh, honestly, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, it, it's so crazy what we've created here. And um, it's all because of you guys, all of you guys listening in and you've caused us to keep doing this. So thank you so much. Uh, it's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to us on SoundCloud, thank you so much. If you don't, you can find us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash not your average netizens. Go over there, subscribe to us, comment to us. Um, I have a really hard time for whatever reason commenting to SoundCloud. So I try to address it like kind of when I see it. Um, I recently addressed uh, another member of SoundCloud who watches another podcast in the Howl You Wave that we have, which is Jincha Cha. Um, we recently talked about twice and she called me out for being a twice supporter. I still stand by what I said. So it is what it is. Um, we also, you can find us on iTunes. If you search for Not Your Average Netizens, we should be the only thing that comes up. Please subscribe to us there. Give us five stars or whatever stars you think are appropriate. Leave us a comment. We'll definitely read it. We'll check it out. Uh, all of that stuff helps us so much climbing to the top and being noticed. Uh, without you guys doing what you do, we wouldn't have sponsors. We wouldn't have what we have right now. So thank you so much, honestly, from the bottom of my heart. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can find us at NYA Netizens. Um, if you want to send us an email, give us your questions. You can get us up at uh, notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. You can also hit us up with your sponsors if you want to get up on this. And last but not least, if you want to hit me directly and tell me something that I did wrong or did stupid, you can hit me up at Papa Murdy if you want on Twitter, and I'll respond to you because I try to interact with everybody. And let's let's make this a thing. I want to I want to be a bit like. I want to make us more. I want, I want to do more and I want to be able to give you guys what you want. And like I said before, but I'll say it again, if there's a particular realm that you want us to get into, be it videos on YouTube or just different podcasts, like, you know, we should probably have a got seven podcast for Shallus Cause they recently went to go see them in concert and they should definitely talk about it. Uh, if that's the kind of stuff you want, we'll definitely do that for you. Just hit us up and we'll do that. So 
Um, once again, thank you guys for listening to my lovely, lovely pod. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Shalice. Thank you, Nico. Thank you, Kiara. Uh, I'm so happy to have you guys here. Thank you, guys. And uh, that's it. So signing off. Take it easy. Bye. 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 Bye.